0: Howdy and welcome back to Wilson's Sporting Reviews with yours with me with yours truly Why is it yours truly? Anyways, me, Haley Wilson, um a What the Hail's Podcast. Podcast this week I'm extremely excited. This week we're covering my favorite, maybe your favorite, probably your favorite Sports movie. Um, I don't know if a movie will ever top this for me personally. Just with how I feel about it, just the feeling it gives me, the sport, the nostalgia, the just beautiful cohesion of this movie. We're talking about Remember the Titans. The incredible 2000 film, Remember the Titans, Walt Disney's Pictures. It's, I don't know. This movie—it's just incredible—and we'll get into it. Um, some recaps, some important, notable recaps. Purdue is about to be number one, baby. We be FSU. We be Iowa. Now, was the Iowa win pretty? In no way, shape, or form. Would I say that was a gr- gr- like? It was a great game. A great game, my goodness. But I, I did. Almost had a heart attack. I my my at one point my heart rate was at one thirty. Um, that's that's what you should be on like a workout, and I'm literally just watching a basketball game. So, but it was good. It was great. And Duke lost to Ohio State. I was an Ohio State fan for probably five minutes on, what was that Tuesday, and it will never ever, ever happen again. Go Big Ten. Um, Purdue is going to a bowl game in the Music City Bowl in against Tennessee. Now, I don't know if there's like a rule against that, but Tennessee's basically be playing a home game for Pete's sake. So that's whack. Um, the last time I went to the Music City Bowl, if you can recollect, is um, the fact that um, we got smacked by Auburn. We did get absolutely smacked by Auburn. And... We're not going to let that happen this year with, with Tennessee, I don't think. But excited to be in a bowl game, excited to go to Nashville. I mean, I hope I go to Nashville. Fingers crossed I can go to Nashville. Because I haven't been to Nashville in who knows how long and for a Purdue football game. That would just be fantastic. Um, and then the Colts won 31-0 today, so that's always a plus. I don't want to talk about fantasy. One league good, one league very, very bad. Pretty much the gist. Um, so I feel like, I know last week I talked about basketball, and I'm almost fully into basketball mode, but we, I was just at the Big Ten um, football championship yesterday, and they announced other bowl games today, so I feel like that was reignited in me today. So, without further ado, let's, let's chit-chat about Remember the Titans. So, like I said. 2000, was released in 2000. It's based on Herman Boone and the T.C. Williams High School and the 1971 football team. So, this is kind of similar background plot as Glory Road in a lot of sports movies, for being honest. A lot of sports movies are made in, like, the 60s and 70s. Or not, like, made in the but, like, the events happen in the 60s and 70s. So, this is touching on the integration or the desegregation of black and white students and these schools combining and it's it's uh it's a lot there's a lot going on it's virginia they're in alexandria virginia um and it's just i just can't believe it sometimes when i know this was a thing in our history that occurred and it's very recent honestly Um, still. So, I would also like to say, this is very early for me to say this, but my favorite actress in this movie, or just person in this movie, is Hayden, Hayden Panettiere as Cheryl Yost, which is Coach Yost's daughter, but I will digress in that, continuing forward. So, you have Herman Boone and Coach Yost. I literally forget his name, I just know him as Coach or Yost, but coach yost is the current head coach of tc williams high school and because of the desegregation they bring in herbin boone um as the actual head coach so yost gets demoted and there's obviously a lot of uproar in here they parents and players want to boycott after he says he's good to get demoted and obviously, it's weird because they're like, why did... It's weird because he does a very good job. And they're like, What this was not my decision to have you on my coaching staff. And well, he's like, well, my coaching staff now, actually. Anyways, a lot of issues there. Um, but Boone is like, I still want you on my team. So, after wanting to avoid, you know all of these players to not play football because that would just be, like, a waste of their time. Um, Yost becomes the assistant. He has assistant head coach and um, is the defensive coordinator for T.C. High School, T.C. Williams. So, this brings us to the first football meeting. Um, it's pretty much all the black athletes are ready to go, ready to talk to Boone and everything like that. This is when you meet the character named Petey, and he's an exciting man. He has lots of energy, lots of fun, very fun. Um, you'd recognize the actor, but if I said his name, I don't think he would, like, know. It'd be like, oh, the actor. But when you watch the movie, you know who it is. Um, he is raising his hand when Boone, like, walks into this gym that they're in. He goes, why are you raising your hand? And Pete goes, I love football. Football's fun. And Boone goes, football's fun. And he goes, yes, yes, sir. And so it's just like this fun little interaction to start the like football process of this movie because is not about to be fun. Football is not about to be fun and this um it's a very intimidating first meeting. If this was the coach and I'd never met this coach before, never heard of him from Adam or anything and this is my first interaction, I would be simply terrified. He goes this is the this is a dictatorship, not a democracy. So that's fun. Um, so as this meeting continues a little bit more, then you have Louis Elastic runs in. This big huge white guy, probably no lineman, love him. He's great. Everyone's a little confused because he is the rest or he's the only white guy there at the moment. Then about like twenty seconds later, the rest of the players, the original, I guess you could say, players of T C Williams High School with coach yost and his assistant come into the room a little bit of a a tussle per se because boone feels disrespected because he just interrupted his team meeting but alas we move on to team camp so team camp obviously still a very big division these players haven't played football together yet um they're meeting each other for the first time the school hasn't even like the school year hasn't even started yet, so they're getting a bit of a preview of what it's going to be like with a desegregated school. Um, but the camp is not going to be no no summer camp. It's going to be two weeks, which I think is a very long time for like a high school sport camp or any camp for that matter. Um, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. oh, so they're there for 2 weeks. They're going to Gettysburg College University something like that. And there is a bit of an interaction between Gary Bertier versus Coach Boone. So Gary Bertier is a on the defense. He um I don't want to give his wrong position because if I say his wrong position people will judge me, but I fun fact about me is I actually am very bad at um knowing positions in football um but he is a linebacker and my assumption would have been correct I digress um it's basically Gary approaches Boone and is like this is what's gonna happen you're gonna play half my guys you don't really need anyone on the defense we got it on lock and Boone is like who do you think you're talking to right now who do you think you are telling your new head coach how to coach. So then there's a funny interaction, and then Boone makes everyone divide by position, and then it's like a, back, a black athlete and a white athlete sitting next to each other on the bus. And then they're also roommates for the two weeks that they're in Gettysburg. So, this, you get to the camp, you meet more of these players, you meet PD, Rev love him. such a cutie. Um, he is quarterback um, and then blue I think is uh, O lineman. He always he's always singing gospel songs. it's a great time. love him. Ray, I hate Ray. Ray is an O line yeah he's in on the o line. Um, he's like Jerry's right hand man at the beginning of the movie, you know that they've played football for a long time, you know that they are buds, I guess, but he's actually the worst ever, and we'll get to, we'll get that that later, but he doesn't even try to get along with the other people on the team, it's really freaking annoying. Um, so, they've done some practices, they're getting ish along, there's literally a fight immediately on the first day of camp with, I believe... Gary and um Julius is responsible for that. Um, but then we get to a lunchroom scene and it's basically um Boone asks Louie to say something about Rev. And they get along great because Louie Lastic doesn't care what you look like, who your best friend is, what's your mom's maiden name. Like he doesn't really care. He just there to play football and have fun. Not fun. Because we learned that football's not fun. But like You know what I mean. Um, So after no one else can really share stuff about their roommates, um, Boone says that they're going to have three to four practices a day if they do not learn stuff about their um, teammates. So then, also I wonder during this, there's like not a soul at this college, and I know it's the summer, but like, there's got to be someone else there, and it does not look like a single soul is there. And I asked this question because, like, a few scenes later, they go on a run at, like, four in the morning, and they make this, like, super loud horn that wakes all of them up. Obviously, dramatic effect. But these are the things I think about. And this is why I can't watch other movies, or movies a lot, because I, I nitpick everything, and it's really annoying for me And if I'm watching with other people. Sometimes I try to keep it to myself. But this podcast is about me watching the movie, so I'm not keeping it to myself. Anyways, they're on this run, and they're, like, running through a swamp, it seems like. Also, I love running montages, because they always make runs look longer than they probably actually are. Also, I know this, because, no offense, but some of these guys cannot run as far as what it looks like. Because they start in the dark, and then it's, like, eventually... Like dawn, I don't know, and they're running through a creek and up and down the woods, they're all muddy, and I'm like, "How did this happen? unless you all like fell down a hill? I don't understand how you look the way you look, but that's not the point of this part of the movie, so they're at Gettysburg University, so they take this run, or Herman takes them to the field of Gettysburg or Gettysburg battlefield um and he's like. 50,000 men died right here on this field to fight a fight that we're still fighting today. Um, This part of the movie is one of my favorite parts. This kind of whole expert... expert? Excerpt is just really motivational, I guess you could say. Um, But I really like it, and I... If you, for some reason, if you have not seen this movie, please watch this. Or Google... Remember the Titan's Gettysburg scene. And this will pop up for you. So, after this, much better. People are starting to bond with each other. People are really getting along. Um, this is when you have the strong side, left side chant. Left side, strong side, left side, strong side. If you know, you know. Um, I do always forget what side is the non-strong side. So, now I will remember this time. Okay, new character enters. This is, like, halfway through camp, maybe. Sunshine. Sunshine. I don't even think I know his actual name, because they just call him Sunshine from the beginning. And he's a transfer from California. He's quarterback. He's got long blonde hair. He's cutie. He's cutie. Um, but everyone's not used to, like, this California hippie, I guess. Um... And they were like... In the movie, they make him cut his hair. And it's not even that long. So... Interesting. Excuse me. Um, Beautiful arm. The pass, the throw he has, great. However, we run into a problem as... um, He can't really do anything else. So, that's awkward. So, having California... Or not California. Sunshine kind of like mixes up the dynamic again um just because they aren't used to this hippie from California which I is so weird I don't understand why it really makes a difference but I guess it does and um but this scene is like just really fun they're all just like singing in the locker room they're making these hilarious yo mama jokes love that we'll never turn away at a yo mama joke and this is the like ain't no mountain high scene of the movie also an iconic scene again if you haven't seen this movie i'd i you must have been living on a rock that's my only that's the only explanation so then camp is ending and um cheryl coach's daughter who's obviously again very invested did not get along with boone at the beginning because she obviously does not want um her dad to lose his head coaching position understandable um, but she comes at the end of camp, and she goes, she's like, I'm very impressed what you did here, coach. Um, sorry, I gave you a hard time or whatever. And Boone goes, well, I'm glad I have the approval of a five-year-old. And then she goes, I'm nine and a half. Thank you very much. This girl is the blueprint of how I acted as a child, and honestly still do sometimes. And I love her, and she just is great. So, camp, good vibes. Good vibes only. They're, they're doing good. They're good. They're bonding, football, solid, and then school starts. Again, this is in 1971 when they're uh, desegregating their schools. Um, And, you know, classic, not everyone's very happy about it. Um, Parents, students, bad. But the football team is like, oh, so this is how it's going to be, camp is over. Yikes. Um, Jerry's girlfriend, Emma. Emma. Won't even shake Julius's hand, and like Jerry ju- and Julius are like BFFs now, so that's bad. So then we get to this this first game. Um, Boone is giving like a little speech before, and he's like, "Listen, we're the only integrated school. No one else has to worry about this, and you guys are doing fantastic." But it was a little interesting. They win, yeehaw. Um, however. PD, I want to say he was a wa- running back. He was running back. Um, but he couldn't freaking, like, keep his hands on the ball. So then, Boone takes him out, but then Yost puts him as linebacker, and he's just very good there. So, switch through. Um, then, after this game, they're very excited. They're like, let's go celebrate. But then there's an issue because PD and, I want to say, Blue are not allowed in a... Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. Um, in a restaurant because the restaurant under simply will not let them in. Ridiculous. Um, so then tensions rise again, and there's just like anger. Makes sense. Um, also side plot this movie is like Boone's daughter versus Yost's daughter. They don't really get along because Cheryl is. Not your average child, and um, the coach's daughter or Boone's daughter is like, you know, your average like nine year old girl. Um, But their friendship kind of like flourishes eventually. Um, Yes, but on the other hand, let's talk assistant coaches for a second. I feel like I'm talking literally all over the place today, but I just have a lot to talk about. So the assistant coaches in this situation. Yost's assistant coach that came with him, terrible, gross, I hate. Um, he is the worst and doesn't listen to anyone and already has his agenda that he wants to follow. Um, but then you have Boone's assistant coach, Doc Harris, King. Love him. He's great. I have no complaints. But then eventually um, Yost's assistant coach gets fired because he sucks. And he um does not really see eye to eye. Um, yeah. So, they, as I said, there were some tensions, a lot of issues. Um, there was a racially motivated incident with a brick being thrown into Coach Boone's house. Um, it was just a mess. And um so, the guys are just not getting along anymore. And so Louie, Louis, Louis Lasik, yes, and Rev organize a team meeting. All the guys show up, and they're like, where are the coaches? And they're like, the coaches aren't here. We arranged this. Um, and so they just get some, like, bonding. Not bonding. I want. I need to come up with another bonding, a word for bonding. But, like, they figure it out again, basically. They reset. That's better. So then we have the next game. This is the, the... Ha! Real good. I'm not... I don't know the other words, but you know that part? And the pre-game choreography. Everywhere we go, people ought to know who we are, so we tell them. We are the Titans, the Mighty Mighty Titans. And the choreography, incredible. Beautiful. Never before seen ever. Um. However, if I saw a team doing this that wasn't my own, I would be a little confused. And I go. These people be better be really good to be doing stuff like this, and that's co- kind of what the coach was thinking as well. So uh, it's pretty it's pretty uh, early into the game, and Louis calls the play. He said Omaha, Hud, something else, and so that was like the call for like Ray to block someone, and he doesn't. So, Rev gets absolutely whacked because Ray sucks. He is what you call a B-word. My parents listen to this, so keeping it clean. Um, so, he just he gets absolutely rocked. Um, And because of that, Ray does, in fact, get kicked off the team later. Because Carrie's like, I don't want him, Carrie. Jerry's on the team he's like, I don't want Ray here anymore naturally because he's not doing his job to win football games so because rev gets absolutely rocked sunshine gets put in Boone gives him a nice little speech of encouragement he goes i have 12 brothers and sisters our parents died in the same month i was the oldest blah 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 so that's get, gets pumped and sunshine's like well i have to do it and then doc harris the assistant coach goes you had 12 brothers and sisters and he goes eight And he goes, yeah, that sounds better than 12. So it's just like, I love comic relief moments like that. Because you never know when someone's like trying to, I guess, encourage you is the right word, are they lying or not? So more school pride, more togetherness in this situation, which brings us to regionals. Now, before regionals, there's this nice little rendezvous between a lot of football coaches in the area and state officials and... All this jazz, and this is also the meeting where Coach Yost is like, "Hey, you could have been Hall of Fame. You just need to like coach the season head coach." So then there's like some collusion going on of like, if Boone gets fired, Yost could still make the Hall of Fame, and Yost hates this idea completely. So they get to regionals and this game is in plan and all the people that's connected so the the refs are making horrible calls they're making stuff up because they all have ulterior motives because i don't know who these people are the administrators of virginia football i guess are calling this so yost literally walks up to one of the refs he goes i know exactly what you're doing now cut it out um and he does and then yost doesn't get the hall of fame which is totally fine um, because then they kicked it in Kieran and it was great. And Yost gives this great speech because he's pissed off. And he goes, make sure, you, make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. Now, this game is very exciting. They win. It's great. It's fun times. They get back to the school. Everyone's there. And then something bad happens. And, you know, when movies are set up like this, I always know. I think this is the reason why I'm, like, nervous. Not actually. But my thing that everything's going to go wrong because I've seen this movie so many times. And I'm like, oh, yay, everything's good. And then, literally, bam, Jerry gets in a car accident because someone hits him from the side because he wasn't really looking. Um, But then, because of that, he ends up paralyzed from the waist down um yes this is like a week before state and he is one of the team captains he's one of the best players on the team um everyone's talking about tc williams defense and you know that's gary um but that happens and the team kind of has to rally and julius is very upset um so then that brings us to state now they're a bit disorganized When they get to state. Um, Obviously. Jerry's out. Um, There was an incident between PD and Yost. During the regional game. So PD's like I apologize for that. I'm very ready to play today. And Yost is like that's too freaking bad. You weren't going to play for me. So you're benched. So. There's a lot of just things going on. Yost and boon or butting heads so it's just like a really not great time and no one's in the right headspace so then we get to halftime everyone is you know reassessing the situation um and they seem like weirdly like out of it and julius is like this is not how we should be playing we were taught to play perfection and we're not playing perfection so then everyone gets rallied up yeehaw let's go second half team players yeah that's a lot but i mean every word of it um also if you didn't know ryan gosling is in this movie a very small small boy ryan gosling um he plays alan who is a linebacker also um but he's like back backup and so alan at one point is like i can't keep up with these guys i could play the last game but i cannot do this one and so then he gives his spot to BD, and the rest is history. Um, it gets down to it's a very low scoring game, um, but then gets down to um, the last seconds. It's a fourth down, and then voila, they score on a fourth down with like two seconds to go and end up winning the game. And that's day, baby. Miracles happen oh, I just love this movie. And so at the end of this one, there's a Where Are They Now? And Cheryl Yost is the one who's kind of, like, narrating the beginning and end of this movie. Um, and so they're, like, they all reunited after this championship because Gary Bertier passed away in, I think they said 10 years later, so 1981, um, and now he's a gym named after him. He went to the Paralympics. Um, Boone coached for five more years. Sunshine went to the University of South Carolina as quarterback. Louis Lasik went to Austin P for. Is it P or PA? I always want to say PA, but I think it's just Austin P University. Um, And there was some other stuff too. But those are the ones that I like the best. Um, Let's discuss production, shall we? This was released on September ninth, 2000. The budget is $30 million. Box office, $136.8 million. So, they got a nice printing for this movie. Doesn't surprise me. This movie encapsulates American sports as we know it. Hometown. School pride. I mean, maybe... I don't know how it works in other states, but, like, this is... Kind of how it is in the Midwest. I know this this movie was in Virginia, but southern-ish football makes sense. I believe it. Now, this is Walt Disney Pictures with Buena Vista Pictures. Um, But here's where things get tricky. So, I know at the beginning I said it's based on a true story, which it is, but it's also heavily based on the screenplay written by George A. Howard, which he based on T.C. Williams High School, which is now Alexandria City High School in Alexandria, Virginia. So, yes, this is true but let's just say heavily 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 dramatized for audiences additionally this movie was focus or focuses on the 1971 team which is true but they didn't integrate that year um it was like three high schools integrated to become tc williams um in 1965 and so did a lot of other schools around this time So, it wasn't accurate when Boone was, like, we're the only one that has to deal with this because a lot of other people were doing it. Also, there was someone who, um, saw this movie that went to that high school at the time, and she said that this movie kind of felt like it was, like, 20 years behind. It was giving, like, 50s, 60s vibes of, like, how, um, the the race relations were. She goes, it really wasn't as bad as that is portrayed, um because a lot of other things were going on at the time, she said that a lot of people were actually just mad about the size of the schools at this point rather than, you know, who's at this school. Additionally, exaggeration of scores or games. Not in a way that's like, oh, the score is so much bigger, but it talks about, I mean, it shows these games are so close, but honestly, the season, they are mostly blowouts. Um... Including the state championship, which was actually against Andrew Lewis, not Marshall. Um, they won 27-0. However, they did have a game against Marshall, which is what the climax of this movie is based around. So, instead of it being a championship or, like, regional sectionals, whatnot, um, it was just, like, a season game against Marshall. Um, and that play, that was, they scored on the fourth down coming from behind... That is actually how that game happened. So it makes a lot of sense that they would choose this game to kind of make their climax and make it state rather than the actual state championship because that's not fun to make a movie about. It's not even fun to watch sometimes. Um, what was true was the boycott of T.C. Williams after you roast roast Yose's demotion. Um, that was very true, very accurate. Also true kinda. I mentioned how there was a brick thrown in the Boone's house, um, but Disney modified this a little bit because it was actually a toilet that was thrown through Boone's window, um, but they thought that would be aggressive for a Disney movie, which I would agree because the brick scared me as a young child. So I agree with that stylistic choice. Um, and then false but kind of true is Bertier's car accident did happen. However, it happened after the season in December, um, and he didn't get hit by someone. It was actually a mechanical failure, um, but he did become a Paralympian, um, and ultimately he did pass away because he was in a car accident in 1981. Um, And then last is Cheryl Yost was not an only child. She had three sisters, and she passed away in 1966 from a heart condition. Um, I don't know about her mom. Like they never show Coach Yost's wife. And I didn't really dig I didn't really dig deep into that because that's not really about the team, it's more about her. Even though I love her and it's a great role and Hayden Pentier did a great job. So let's discuss my personal review of this movie because we all know it's my favorite now. Music, ten out of ten. Story, ten out of ten cast 10 out of 10 I freaking love this movie um it's just so good I don't know how many times I've watched this movie it's been a lot I would say this is one of my comfort movies I have about three of them I would say it's Remember the Titans Midnight in Paris and Little Women I'll say it I mean it um it's just so good because I love football, as we know. Um, I i don't know. I love it so much. I also just like, like... I need to stop saying like. I like the emphasis on what it takes to make a team cohesive for it to work properly. Because you can all be learning the same plays. You can all be having the same coaches but if you do not understand the goal is together, move, and adjust to who you're playing, then it's it's not going to go very well. And so, they figure that out, and it works, and it's great, and it's beautiful. Um, you see here, this is what I got beef though. Rotten Tomatoes only gives this movie a 73%, which I highly disagree with, as we know. But, I feel like I never actually agree with Rotten Tomatoes very often. I know I have a couple times during these podcasts, but, um, I definitely don't agree with this one. And, I just, if you, again, if you have not seen this movie, please do. Watch it for me. If nothing else, watch it for me. Um, I, I can't describe it justice. Um... It's just so good. And I, I I will keep just saying this. So I will probably wrap up. Because I'll just keep saying the same thing over and over again. And I don't want to waste your time. But thank you for discussing Remember the Titans with me. Because I love it. And maybe I'll just watch it again. No, I won't. I don't have the attention span. But if I did... I'll probably watch it in the next, like, couple months. I could definitely say that about myself. Um, so, remember the Titans. Go Titans. Boiler up. Have a great one. See you later.